Hello, friends. In this episode, I'm thrilled to introduce you to a podcast that you'll definitely want to squeeze into your listening schedule. This episode is brought to you by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Now, if you're like me and our other listeners, you're probably not just tuning into Radio Headspace. You've got about six shows on your rotation, which is great. Diversity in our podcast diet is something I fully support. So speaking of variety, let me suggest another gem for your playlist, The Jordan Harbinger Show. It's not just any podcast. It was named one of Apple's best of 2018. Jordan isn't just another voice in the crowd. He really stands out. He dives deep into the minds of some of the most intriguing people on the planet. We're talking about a wide range of guests, from athletes to authors to scientists and even mobsters and spies. And let's not forget, he also brings on CEOs, political activists, and FBI agents, depending on what might click with you, the listener. Jordan has this unique knack for coaxing his guests to open up and share stories and insights that you won't hear anywhere else. Each episode is packed with strategic wisdom that's meant to help you think more critically and navigate today's complex world more effectively. And it's not just the content that's top-notch. Jordan's Feedback Friday segment is particularly relatable. He tackles real listener dilemmas, everything from navigating tricky family dynamics to enhancing your career and personal relationships. It's one of those rare shows that you can tune into whether you're looking to challenge your intellect or need a bit more practical advice. From a personal standpoint, I'm a huge fan of how Jordan runs his show. He's got this approachable, engaging style that makes even the most complex topics accessible and entertaining. And honestly, his podcast isn't just good. It's a must listen. So why not add the Jordan Harbinger show to your podcast rotation? With never a dull moment, it's incredibly engaging and always interesting. Just search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, friends, supporting my sponsors helps keep this show alive and kicking. If you give Jordan's show a try after this recommendation, it helps us continue to bring you great content. Show some love for the Jordan Harbinger show by searching for it. Remember, that's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on your favorite podcast platform. You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. My name is Liz, your guest host this week. Welcome to Radio Headspace and to Friday. I just want to say thanks so much for having me on the show. I am a huge Headspace fan, so this was really a treat. So, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. And like many of you, I do a lot of different things. I'm a writer, a speaker, a wife, a mom, and the drive to perfect all of this at the same time can be really taxing. But 
I've found ways to manage it, and so can you. So today, we'll discuss the Strive for Perfection, how to manage unrealistic expectations, and how to harness the power of perfectionism while maintaining a healthy outlook on life. So I think people tend to equate perfectionism with really high achievers and color-coded notebooks, and perfectionists in particular tend to associate perfectionism with these traits. Perfectionism is actually a pretty unhealthy impulse. So the difference, as I think about it, between a high achiever and a perfectionist is that a high achiever will get a 96% on a test and be like, oops, I missed two questions, but overall I did really well. I can figure out what those questions were and I'll move on. A perfectionist will see the 96% and they will obsess over the 4% that they didn't get. Research shows that that actually hinders your ability to perform and learn and do well over the long run. And so I really want to dispel this idea that perfectionism serves you, that it's the same thing as ambition. It is absolutely not. It's actually a pretty unhealthy coping mechanism. And it really centers around a fear of failure versus actually striving to be perfect. So some signals that you might be experiencing some of these perfectionist tendencies and that they might be showing up in a really negative way for you are like you never really feel good about what you've done. You hit a milestone, you get the promotion, and a day later, you feel just as badly as you did before. That's usually a signal that it's not about striving, it's not about achieving, it's more about running away from something or trying to compensate for a perceived flaw um, that often isn't actually there. We are, I would say, surrounded by and inundated with examples of people that are often described as perfectionists. So Steph Curry, Beyonce, Taylor Swift, right? These, these figures seem like absolute machines who are so dedicated to their craft. And I would argue if they had very pervasive perfectionist tendencies, they would not be as successful as they are today. Um, I'm sure that when Beyonce or Taylor Swift have an error or mess up at a concert, they definitely think about it and try to correct it, but they are not so consumed with that mistake that they are incapable of going on stage the next night. And that's really what perfectionism is. It's focusing so much on the failure that it starts to hinder your ability to perform. I think naming your inner perfectionist can be a really good way of taking some of the good and taking a step away from the bad. So I've spoken to people who have named their inner perfectionist Grace or Bozo the Clown or Darth Vader <laughs> or whatever it might be. Um, and what it helps you do is just see it as a voice, as a part of you, but not all of you. And so it's still a voice that you hear, but you don't have to give it so much weight. And what's nice about that is that sometimes you can say, oh, Grace, my inner perfectionist, is saying that I could edit this memo 15 more times. She's probably right. I could probably look through it again tomorrow morning before I send it out, but I don't need to do it another 14 times. And like I said, it's not a bad thing to strive for producing something really great. Um, and so that kind of gives you enough distance. The other thing that can be really useful is looking more carefully at the people around you that you admire and respect. And what you will notice is that Sometimes there's typos in their emails and sometimes, you know, their hair isn't perfectly done. Whatever it might be, maybe most of the time they are, 
But I think learning about other people and, and actually starting to key into the fact that no one is perfect all the time can help you give yourself a little more grace as well. That's it for me. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you like these episodes, then check out our book, Big Feelings. And once again, you can check out our amazing life skills collection inside the Headspace app called Embracing Emotions at Work. Again, this has been so much fun. Have a great weekend and Radio Headspace will be back Monday morning. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.